right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to CADCAST episode number 714. I'm your host, TBD, here in Long Island, New York. And as always, we're joined by a man who also gets paid to lose, Wombat. That's it. That's my stratagem. (laughs) Shipwreck's got scores on, uh, football scores coming up underneath him. Yes, he does. (laughs) What do you call that? The lower thirds? Ticker, sports ticker (laughs) with the the Cincinnati. The crawl. Sports crawl. Cincinnati 27, Kansas City 24. You should have had some no air horn sound effects. Oh, uh, hmm. too late. I have some sound effects somewhere here. I don't know what this is going to do. I'm afraid to hit the button. I don't know what that one is. Okay, don't. Then yeah. don't. I won't. It'll All be right, fine. then. So, All did right. you cry? Uh, yeah. Yay! I was close. You yeah. laughed yeah. like, at the my, idea I, of crying last week. Yeah, my, my, I teared up. Like, as the field goal was going through. Yes. Uh, yeah. It's pretty nice. unbelievable. It was pretty cool. I mean, we were we were going crazy in my house, I'll be honest, as well. My son has become a big Bengals fan because of you. He he, was he doesn't like, get to ride he, this train. Come on. Maybe in the back. He, he was also in tears. Lightweight. Was, I mean, it's been a long, long time. Eh, it hasn't happened as in, in his entire lifetime. <laughs> it's hardly happened in my lifetime. I know. It hasn't happened <laughs> since 88. This is I really remember. all about Elliot, if you think about it. No, I don't. I just, I was trying to. It's exciting. Kids, yeah. kids his age think the Bengals could be good. <laughs> the dream is still alive. It's very alive. It is. It's alive for you too. It's... Very alive. So walk us through like the game itself in your house. Not that I wasn't, you know, in communication with you while the game was happening. Sure. So it was, it was me and my family and then uh, my Mrs. Shipwreck's sister and uh, her parents. So it's it's the usual crew at our house to to watch football games. So her sister is like super super Bengals fan, like yelling at the TV constantly. Uh, so there was a lot of yelling. Um, I was pretty calm because the the Chiefs didn't put the Bengals away. Like they were down twenty one to three, but the whole time was like everything's kind of going the chief's way and the Bengals haven't really like started yet. Were there any wings? Uh, we had, we ordered the big nacho plate from Chewy's. <laughs> the dog food company. <laughs> Look, things are tight over the ship. Do, do you not have Chewy's? <laughs> no, we don't have Chewy's. You don't have Chewy's. It's a, it's a Tex-Mex place. I mean, I figured that out when you said big nacho plate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hmm. I'm surprised you don't have Chewies. It seems like it. it would be very big on Long Island. Eh, we have you know our. We fair have good share. food, oh, but it's shit. like it's like Chili's, but like a better Chili's. Well, that's not saying much. <laughs> I think the bar is pretty low there. Mm. I mean, I, to be honest, I haven't been into a Chili's ever. So there, I don't know. I did a lot of laundry during the game, like during uh, the stressful portions of the game. And uh, some pacing, lots of pacing. <laughs> Folding the same shirt over and over again. Yeah. Uh, but then I, I was pretty calm for the most part because, I mean, they, the Bengals actually played better than the Chiefs. Like, for over the course of the whole game, they, they, they played better. So, And the Bengals are really good at second-half adjustments. 
So I was pretty calm. Wombat knows. I was texting him during the Yeah, we thing. were texting the whole game. GP was on the thread. I don't know if he read any of it. But uh, no, it was a very exciting I know when to turn notifications off. Sorry. I'm glad I, I'm glad I watched it. I enjoyed I enjoyed it thoroughly. So good job. Good I job. Mean, the, the the mob set up some great games this uh this I mean, playoffs. we'll get to that. So <laughs> we haven't gotten there yet. What's the mob? I don't even know what that means. Oh, the mob, mafia. Mm. Yeah. I thought that was a football term. Like the, the fans of the Bengals are called the mob. I mean it makes no, sense. Like, the actual the, the actual Cosa Nostra. <laughs> the actual mob. <laughs> Um. Yeah, that was so. Uh, congratulations. So, when's when's the Super Bowl? Like two weeks. Yeah, not this Sunday, but next Sunday. So you can have wings for that. Uh, we're getting there's a there's a local deli called Cervati's, and we're getting uh, wings. sandwiches from there. <sighs> no wings. That's good, that you, sounds good. I guess wings aren't big in Ohio. We have a Super Bowl tradition in my house. That wings. My wife have been doing since I think since we've been engaged so this is going on maybe 19 years mm. and it's the only time of year we eat this and i know you're going to be judgy chibi ass. It's like your thing is it ass it's not eating ass <laughs> that's that's like a weekly thing come on of course it's the one time a year we get it and we get too much and regret it instantly only on the super bowl and it's white castle oh that's not bad at all we get White Castle on Super Bowl Sunday. We go and we spend like fifty dollars. Do you go <laughs> White to White Castle. Castle or you don't get you don't get the frozen ones because they cost too no, much? No, we go to, we go to White Castle and get fresh White Castle. But it's the same shit, really, right? Fresh. Is there a such no, thing as fresh White Castle? A hundred percent. It tastes so much different. Okay, it's like okay. night and day. I would not even think they about unfreeze them better. They yeah, unfreeze we, them better at the White Castle. And uh, we get the we get the chicken <laughs> rings. <laughs> exactly. And whatever weird shit they have on the menu that right. they didn't have before, right. like we get, we go all out. We put it all, you know, we put it on the table, I have, and that's like our Super Bowl. They're still in business. Yeah, it's our Super Bowl. This one actually not too far from my house, and yet, like I say, I only go once a year. Because it's even a big I Valentine's can. Day thing. They, it they is a Valentine's big Day mm-hmm. reservations and everything. Mm-hmm. I don't understand that. Is that that's not a joke. <laughs> that's a real thing. No, that's, that's a, a real thing. thing. Oh wow. I, I get like the targeted ads because I, you know, look at too many fast food things. I get the, uh, <laughs> they, they have that Valentine's Day special. Like, you reserve now. I had I'm no like, idea. No. Wow. Even uh, that's, even I'm not doing that. So I used to live so close to a White Castle. Remember the White Castle by the Empire State Building? Oh, okay. Yes. So mm-hmm. I used to live like a 10 minute walk from there and we used to go all the time. And then one day I went there yeah. and it was shut and down. Oh, I thought you were going to say, and there was a rat serving the food. No, like, but this, don't worry, he just works here. They're just outside, all all over. But <laughs> yeah, I remember, right. and I was, I would literally drop to my knees when I saw the closed White Castle and yelled no up to the sky because it was really like a great part of the neighborhood, and it never rebounded. <laughs> yeah, that's where it starts. Uh, should we do some show feedback? It's related to your football talk. I know. I'm going to read it all in a row. Because last week, go... last week you you made the claim, Wombat made the claim, not CAG Productions LLC, but Wombat made the claim that the NFL might be rigged. Yeah, maybe. it might. There might be some <laughs> shenanigans going on in the NFL. And these were the comments. Goda had to say, add NFL football to the list of topics that Wombat is a quote-unquote expert on but knows nothing about. 
Kurafunawe said <laughs> it was painful to listen to, like a conspiracy theory from a Joe Rogan podcast. Maybe it was a bit. Strange Brew had to say, you're such a hypocrite and an idiot. You should make a Reddit account you'd fit right in. One star rating for a one star personality. Smarmy chump. Strange Brew has some, some rough comments. I remember that name. Great movie, yeah. though. Don't let it you know distract you from the fantastic movie. And uh, Dragoon Knight had to say, I'm glad everyone else called Wombat out for his ridiculous conspiracy theories about the NFL. I'm not opposed to a healthy amount of skepticism, but when he started talking about coaches purposely changing play calls to affect player prop bets, come on. Now, these are the two headlines from this week after the show. Hugh Jackson suggests he was paid extra for losses as Brown's head coach. And Brian Flores alleges that Dolphins owner Stephen Ross attempted to incentivize him to tank or purposely lose games shortly after he was hired in 2019, with Ross allegedly offering Flores $100,000 for every loss that season. Yikes. So, now here's where the I heard from some people, they're like, well, those were losses to try to get better draft picks, not to they, affect they, gambling. Yeah. But guess what? That, that's, that's, the, that's the purpose of those, right? But um, it's still, it's, every, it's a lot of the things that people said, including Mr. Shipwreck, whom I love, was like, there's no way that owners are telling coaches to throw a football game. I, not, not a real one. Those are all, that's a totally different scenario there, though. Wait, what do you mean? It's, that's the real scenario. It's but those are because that's game. because they wanted they they wanted the number one draft. Okay, pick. but that's still throwing football games. And the problem is that this none of this exists in a vacuum. So you think nobody knew that the coaches are getting paid a hundred thousand dollars? I mean, there's definitely people who knew, and they can make bets and tell pay, people to make bets. And, and, there's nothing and that this said was any all... of them got paid for losses, though. Both of these things have been like, hey, we were offered money. To lose. Well, Hugh, right? ja Hugh Jackson, I think Hugh Jackson would, took, would be super rich. Huge asshole. He took, I, I think he said he took the money. Uh, in, in, in he for, could, for I mean, he, he, he was going to lose anyways. So I, he might as well have been taking the money. But that's kind of fu fucked up. I mean, that's not kind of fucked up. That's pretty fucked up that what, in a professional win, like one, sporting team. One game in two years? Something like that. Well, he's being paid to lose. It's really hard to stay motivated when you're being paid to lose. It sounds like a fucking movie, like a comedy movie. I mean, there's there's several th uh, like you know, uh, Ted Lasso's <laughs> fucking based I'm on this. I'm just saying shit. that if this is what they're admitting to, right? What are they not admitting? Yes, to? that maybe I'm not as crazy. I'm not saying that everything I said was right. It's very well <laughs> possible that I okay, overstated whoopee. some things, and I will fully admit that. But to say that when it rains, it doesn't pour in this situation, that if owners are willing to tell coaches to throw a game because of, you know, because they want the draft pick, at what point does it become, okay, well, I have the, the Cosa Nostra on my ass. Uh, if we don't do, if, if we don't lose this game or win this game by two points or lose this game by, you know, within this spread, so then uh, something bad's going to, you know, I need that kickback. Here's a million dollars to make sure that this game stays within the spread. It, it all trickles down. You know, it's a million dollars to the owner. That's a hundred thousand dollars to the coach. It's not as 
implausible in a world where this is already where games are already being thrown for other reasons. I'm not saying it's happening. I'm just saying it's not as improbable as it was a week ago because we now live <laughs> yeah, in a world where at the where same time though were, like we we went and I know at least I did and I was talking to you about it. Like I I looked up like hey what are what are like the the scenarios or the ones where people thought something was going on. And I, I linked you to that article. It was absolute trash. Like it made no sense whatsoever what they what they were. Oh yeah, uh, that was to... that was someone yeah, that was a trash <laughs> article. But that was also before this. Yeah. This is a whole new thing that sure. makes me seem a little less crazy. And you know, I always go back to I remember when you know, because I I I, mean, I think this is because it's, it's an experience that maybe only I have. When I was about fifteen years old, I worked in the local video store. Remember local video stores? Yes. Yeah, they I were worked awesome. at the one in I worked at the one in town, and every like probably Thursdays would be my guess. A, a guy would come in and he would hand my boss the slip of paper, and it had all the games on it, and he would circle the things on the on the piece of paper and he would give him the paper with the cash. And then on Monday, depending upon how he did, either the same guy would come in and hand him his winnings or a different guy would come in and have to go in the back and make an agreement. So, <laughs> you know, it, it's a payment plan. Yeah. And this, but this, the, the paper guy, you know, uh, I knew, I knew him and he would literally, that was his day. He would go from every store in town and, and get the thing. And I I'm just wondering, is that like an isolated thing that was only in my town? No, this is no. If you yeah, listen, I mean, Artie Lang did that like every week. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's usually like, that's he, a they, thing. they do it on the phone now, I think. But it's still a thing. Uh, well, now you just do it on the fucking internet. Yeah. Uh, well, There's now it's legal. That. Now it's legal. Right. So I'm saying, you know, when it was illegal, the idea that all of this money changing hands with no taxes or government involvement at all, all being kind of shady to assume that this couldn't trickle up to the actual games itself in a world where coaches are being told to throw games for draft picks. I don't think is so implausibly insane as people said it was. <laughs> Congratulations, Wombat. I'm not being that insane. Yeah. Just a little insane. That's, and that's literally all where I'm going. I'm not as <laughs> I, crazy as the comments suggest. Yeah, I'm interested to see see how much of this stuff uh, sticks that, that these two coaches are. Uh, these two coaches were unceremoniously fired after being put in terrible situations to begin with. Mm-hmm. That is right? true. And there, I don't know if you remember it. In 20, 2019, you probably don't remember it because I, this is just like a, a game that the Dolphins fans and Bengals fans would remember. There, were, there was a game where both the Dolphins and Bengals were competing for the number one pick, who who was was Joe Burrow, um, and they uh, the Dolphins were up twenty three, I think, going into the fourth quarter, and the Bengals came back and tied it up, and and went to overtime, and the Bengals like were just like all they had to do was lose that game, and they had the number one pick, and so I'm sure that's the type of game where I'm like. Uh, really? We came back from 23 points down with without now nah, like, we decided to win story. a game. Yeah, like in this story, like where 
like it seems like that owner probably had some stuff going on. It's like you guys better win, you better lose this game, and they ended up winning anyways. The Dolphins did, but um, yeah, this this is, I I think some of this stuff is coming out uh because the these coaches were fired in a not great way to begin with. Um, right. Neither one of them, neither one of them probably had totally just cause for getting fired after two seasons. Uh, Hugh Jackson had a horrible record, but he also had a horrible team. And his name and, is like H U E. I mean, what kind of name is that? Hugh. It's like a light bulb. Right. That's ridiculous. He was, he was a Bengals coach for a long time. He was a, he's a bright guy. <laughs> what about this guy with <laughs> the, on, um, the Bill Belichick and the texting of the coach that oh, went for an interview that's for Ryan no reason? Flores. That's, that's Brian Flores. Same, that's the yeah. same thing. Oh, same guy? Same yeah. guy. Uh, Brian Flores that, is having a week. Yeah. <laughs> he should, though. I mean, he got he got a he, really raw deal. Yeah, he got screwed. He got screwed in Miami. Then he got screwed on interviews. The Giants kind of fucked up with right. that one. And that's it's like a whole thing. There's a lot of nonsense going on. And, you know, and I just... I, all I'm saying is that I am very interested to see how this legal gambling all pans out. Because I feel like it just puts a spotlight on things that people probably didn't notice and or care about oh. as much before. Yeah. Because now it's it's not just that there's legal gambling. It's every single commercial during a football game. You know, it's not cars, drugs, and beer anymore. It's bet on football, something else. Bet on football with this app instead, something else. Bet on, bet on, bet on, bet on, bet on. You have stadiums named after, you know, fan. I think there's a FanDuel stadium now, too, isn't there? Or one of the casinos has a stadium. Oh, there's at least a couple, I think. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, and it's there's an FanDuel's the official betting app of the NFL. I mean, these are all <laughs> things that are like mind boggling to me. Right. The season commercials are world, the best ones, though. Because I grew Yeah. It should be even more mind boggling for Shipwreck who grew up in a, a world with Pete Rose not being in the Hall of Fame. It it's just you know it's. So you think the coaches? Do you think the coaches yeah. are betting now on like their own games? That, I, mean, on I the don't apps? think the coaches are betting in the apps. No, I just think that there's more. There might be more at play because they're making gambling so mainstream. You know where is the money and where's the better money to be made? And if you think the owners care about winning more than they care about money, I don't know. Right. I don't know if the owners care about winning more than money. I'm not saying it's a player thing or even a coach thing. If anything, it's probably an owner thing. That's nice. my that's my tinfoil hat speech of the day. Awesome. Let's never speak about football again. Hopefully, hopefully the Bengals, well, if, no, if the Bengals, hopefully win, the Bengals win and we can celebrate. That's yeah, what I meant to say. That'll just be a celebratory. Uh, yes. And then we can never speak about it again. Because now yeah, what do you do? No reason to watch football anymore for you, Ship. Like they're not, they can't win more. I mean, they're probably not going to win again. Uh, let's let's just win one. Yeah, yeah. Let's good plan. One good more. plan. One, I like more. That. one more. Before we before we talk about Dynasty. future stuff, just, just one. All right, let's move on to watch this jerks. I think that's a great name because it applies to everybody. No one will feel left out. Sure. I watched a couple movies. Uh, I watched the new Macbeth movie with Denzel Washington on Apple TV. It's in black and white and also not widescreen for some oh, reason. It in, that's weird. I, think that, I feel like that would bother me. They also made him speak a foreign language. Uh, what? No. He's, what do you mean? 
It just seemed like something you would watch. No, he speaks it it's Shakespeare. There's no, there's not subtitles. Mm-hmm. Did he see a dagger before? Him? I did turn on the captions though at one point just to you know to better understand well, you know, the dialogue. Uh, it's really like I mean I did, I've never read Macbeth or seen a, a movie or anything, so I didn't know anything about it. And uh, I guess it was a good version of Macbeth. I was I enjoyed it. It was very artistic looking. Uh, I don't know why it had to be in four by three. That it's I guess they were inspired. How Shakespeare intended. Just like uh, Justice League, right? I think they were inspired. Also, also how Shakespeare intended. Yeah. <laughs> Black and white and four by three. That's where all the, the best art is. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was good. I'd rec- If you have Apple TV, I'd recommend checking it out. Get a little culture. Watch some Shakespeare. Denzel was great. All the acting was really good. The woman from Fargo is in it. Um, Frances Fran- McDormand yep. is married to the director. She was great in it. Um, I don't know that I knew anybody else. But it was good. It's cool. Artsy-fartsy. You love it. Everybody loves it. Shakespeare. We all love Shakespeare. Also artsy-fartsy. I bought the Scarface uh, 4K disc and I made Ty watch it with me. He was home from school on Tuesday for, uh, I guess, like Chinese New Year. What did Ty think about Scarface? He liked it. Ty's like a man now, Ship. You don't even know. Look at this picture. (laughs) He had to wear like dark makeup today for drama. And he looks like a guy came home and I was like, what the fuck? He had like, looked like a goth. Um, but uh, he liked Scarface a lot. I, I would say that like, the 4K version's looking pretty good. It was worth the 15 bucks I paid for on Amazon. That movie's still pretty entertaining. It's not, it is not Shakespeare, but it is, it is entertaining. And Ty liked it. He said, like, I don't know if I'll be able to sleep after watching this, but he was, had no problem. You should have watched the new SpongeBob movie instead. No, that that's on Paramount Plus, and since I have that now, my my son wanted to watch that, but my son is ten, so I guess that's different. Uh, it's not very good. I'm not gonna like you know mince words. It's a little slow, maybe a little sleep inducing, but it, the animation, which is very different from the show, it's this kind of it's computers, it's CGI, but it's CGI to kind of look like claymation. Mm-hmm. So it's this sort of weird kind of hybrid look. It's actually really cool. I recommend checking out that animation, but you don't have to watch the whole thing. Nobody like has Paramount it Plus. It's if okay. you have Paramount Plus. Yeah, I watched it because it, it we got Paramount Plus so that we could watch the Paw Patrol movie like everybody else. And then we watched that because that was the only other thing on Paramount Plus, And then we canceled. <laughs> uh, I also watched The Line Goes Up. That's the two-hour and 20-minute YouTube movie that Folding Human put together about NFTs that people were talking about. Uh, and I watched that. So now I know all about NFTs and why it's they're not really good at anything. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now you know. In case you were wondering if there was any like really good like practical usage for them. Not really other than driving, making crypt- crypto more valuable. That's pretty much it. That's pretty much but uh, I would totally recommend watching the video. It's called, it just, you know, type the line goes up into YouTube and you'll learn. It's a two hour crash course in NFTs. And then nobody can say you're not educated about NFTs when they start talking to you about NFTs or you see ads about them like I do. I, I could take Nobody's that. ever talked to me about NFTs. Well, you don't I go anywhere. I have a PhD in it. And I guarantee you half the comments would be how I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so... I don't know, I'm going to just stick with no knowledge and still oh. be told. It was I interesting, though. I mean, about. it's 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 interesting to know, like, because you're reading about it all the time. You figure, like, I'd, I'd like to learn, at least understand it a little better. Um, and it's just amazing, like, how well, it's like a really solid 
long documentary that's just right on you. Some guy just put up on YouTube. Great. You can do that. Yeah. That's what a world. What a world. Uh, Matt writes in and says, every time I hear Cheapy talk about anything Star Wars, it's all just about how much he dislikes it. Cheapy, do you enjoy anything Star Wars? Um, I enjoy the old Star Wars mostly. I've enjoyed some of the new stuff, like the the anime thing that they put out. I forgot, Visions, Star Wars Visions. Um, that's pretty cool. And I started watching um, Boba Fett. The Book of Boba Fett? Yes, also known as the Bobalorian. Or that's funny. Fan, how about Fandalorian? It's it's not as good. Okay, because it's just all fan service. Yeah, it's, you yeah, have to explain I, I, it. It's I, not I, good. Yeah, I get it, but yeah, it's not as good. Um, people said like Wombat. You said last week you got to watch it. You don't have to watch the other episode. This is like a self-contained episode, and I did watch it, and it was okay. It was like it got my you got were, me interested, yeah. and you then I the one that came out today, people were saying was really good. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch it. And I did. And then I made you watch it. Or I asked that you yes. should, I told you that you should probably watch it. And I did. I thought it was pretty good. Like I, I liked it. I want, you know, it was a big cliffhanger at the end and I stood up and I went, you fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> I literally did that in a room by myself. But uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it's entertaining. I think, I mean, I want to talk about it, but I don't want to, I mean, I want to spoil like some stuff. I think it's, there are certain things you could say, like, there was some awesome CGI technology in it that yes. was better than I've probably seen that style of CGI before. Right. Like, there might be some spoilers in the next two minutes. So if you don't want to be exposed, just fast forward for episode six. But if you remember in season, well, season two of The Mandalorian, in the last episode, they had CGI Luke. And... It was, he was very distracting. He did, they did not have the technology to do CGI. No, and that was like video game Luke. Yeah. And that was like (laughs) a year and a half ago. Okay. So now we're fast forwarding and it's amazing what they were able to do in probably a year's time with the technology. Because yes, as GP is alluding to Luke was back this week. And he's looking good. And he looked like Luke. Like it wasn't weird. Right. I was, I had to, you remember like in the, in the Mandalorian episode, like he didn't, they didn't, he didn't do much. Like he, you see him fighting, but not his face at the same time. And when they, they, they tried not to show his face as much as possible. They showed a lot of his like lower body. Um, and this one, he's like jumping around. He's doing everything. Talk, he's got a lot of dialogue. They're just like, all right, you made fun of us from the first one. Now look what we can do. We could fucking, we don't even need actors anymore. We can just fucking conjure them up on on a computer, and you wouldn't. I thought like they even might have hired a guy that looked like young Mark Hamill. I wasn't sure at first, and uh, but like so, I was pretty impressed. And uh, it was good, it was good enough to get my wife to watch this episode. It's just funny. A, you know. It's funny how the best episodes of the Book of Boba Fett have like the last episode had zero Boba Fett. I think he had one line in this episode. He had maybe sixty seconds. I don't even think that's of where he 60 does his seconds. best work. He was yeah, which uh, honestly is true. The less Boba Fett says, the better off he is. I mean, in this episode, it was you know, man. He sees the Mandalorian. And he goes, "What's up, dog?" And then it cuts to credits. Yeah, written by Dave Filoni. As soon he as basically he just that. needs to walk up to people and tell them whether or not they're good or not if they're dead. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> every line. Eh, you're okay to me, Dad. Leblorst of times in the chat <laughs> says, that's the Boba Fett people love, showing up for one scene and saying one thing. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's that canon. That literally is why we liked Boba Fett, yes. <laughs> he looked that's cool what? in that suit of armor. He just sort of stood I, I, there. It, I, it's the same thing that he went with Darth Maul, right? Like, Darth Maul in the movie, like, whether or not you like Phantom Menace or not, he was a cool bad guy that didn't, like, didn't have much to say. He had, like, three lines. He just looked cool. Yes. It, that, mm-hmm. That's all Boba Fett had going for him, too. Yeah. It's like, that dude looks cool. That's what a lot of Star Wars had going for it, is this guy looks cool. He'll be on screen for 30 seconds. Yes. And, uh, and that, that's fine. Yeah, it's hard to make a whole show with him, and I guess. You know what, though? they I think the way they're doing it is smart, is they're not making a whole show with him. Right. They're centering it around him and what his needs are, <laughs> but it's not a whole show about him. This sounds like an I think you should leave uh, sketch. I mean, <laughs> Your pitch. I, that, that's the first pitch that's made me want to watch the show, Wombat. I need to find out what Boba Fett's needs are. He has needs. <laughs> we don't know. It's the book of Boba Fett. So like, there's a lot of things in his book. It's not just Boba Fett. Is there a physical book? No, no, no there no. is no physical book. <laughs> also, still waiting for Grogu Dome. Hashtag Grogu Dome. Well, that's sort of up in the air. They left that little cliffhanger I think for it's us. Got- Look, it's like when they show the gun, you know it's going to get fired. We've seen the dome. You can't just have an empty dome in the spaceship. I don't know. I feel like it's also that whole, that thing where it's like maybe it, it's kind of like it makes you sad every time you see the dome. <laughs> but people, they haven't. Uh, no. <laughs> no, it's coming. Grogu Dome is coming. Shipwreck calls it. Because as my wife said at the end of the episode or near the end of the episode, Luke's a dick. Well. Luke's, Luke's a dick. He's letting Grogu choose, even though we don't know what kind of intelligence he has. Yeah, I, but uh, it looks a dick. A real, a real friend doesn't do that. Well, he's not. Uh, he's not a friend. He's a. He's a, he's a his teacher. teacher. Exactly. Yeah. He's using the Socratic method. <laughs> All right. You should watch these episodes, Ship. Just watch episode five and six. You don't need to watch any of the other episodes. I swear. And there's even recaps before them, so it's, you really don't need to watch the other episodes. You won't miss anything. Uh, so that was good. We watched that. So yes, Matt, there is good Star Wars. It's just, it's, it's far and few between at this point. This is something that I, uh, that I heard people like rumbling about. Do you think that if they just said, you know what, everything that's happened between episode uh, seven on, all of that more recent reboot stuff, we're going we're gonna to scrap it, and we're going to start over again from this Mandalorian Boba Fett timeline and make movies forward from there as if that other stuff hasn't happened. And use all CG actors, get Han Solo, you know, Luke Skywalker, know, you don't, everybody. The whole point is that you don't need those people. Oh, you don't? No. I like I think, those people. Oh, I know you like those people. I clapped when I saw R2-D2. Oh, see, you're like mega spoiling it now. What do you mean? He was whatever. Wasn't he in the other ones? He was in the other no. episodes. No, that was the first time I think we've seen him. No, because oh yeah, he was in the other thing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's. What else have I watched? Oh, I watched the new HBO uh, series, The Gilded Age. Some more highbrow uh, television. This is Downton Abbey, but in New York, in like a uh, fuck what year? 
late 18 late 1800s i think uh i believe that is the gilded age yes it's uh it's pretty good it's cool to see like they filmed actually they filmed a lot of it on long island uh, a lot of it in um, Old Bethpage, in like the in the park there between the Armor Museum and the uh, and the Old Bethpage Park. Old Bethpage Village. Village, village. Yep. Uh, and I think it still might be there. Like they built, they built like a whole city street from Manhattan, like Fifth Avenue. I'm, I'm not sure if it's still there, but that would be cool. I would go back. I haven't been there in forever because my kids kind of outgrew it. But no, you never outgrow there. that shit. What? How I, dare you? I fucking is, love that place. A lot of fun. Ship your kids would probably love it. Next time you're here, maybe we'll go to Old Bethpage Village. Is that different than where we went last time? No, didn't we, we go there? to some old village oh, last time? We went there. Oh, oh, you went there. Never mind. You I was going to say, how many old villages are you going to take me to? <laughs> as many as, as we can. As many as we possibly can. <laughs> Who doesn't love an old village? Anyway, Everyone the Gilded age, age is really good. It's like, it's like Downton Abbey, except they don't have British accents anymore. So if you found that part annoying, good luck. I mean, good news. We've got you covered. There's only two episodes so far, and we've watched them. It's good. And they, right. they wrote it downtown Abbey in the HBO app. And one of my Twitter followers <laughs> caught it out after I <laughs> caught it after I tweeted it out. Uh, what else have you been watching? I watched the after party, which is I watched, the, I watched the first episode of that. Okay. I, that's on Apple plus, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's from Christopher Miller, who with his partner, uh, they did Into the Spider-Verse and the 21 Jump Street movies and a ton of other things you've probably seen and enjoyed. This is a comedy mystery uh, where a someone is murdered at an after party mm-hmm. after a high school reunion and Tiffany Haddish, the detective, is trying to figure out who the murderer is and she does it by interviewing everyone at the party. And every episode yeah. is that person retelling. It's the, the same thing same you talked story. about. It's the Rochambeau method it, that you talked uh, about last time. It's a Rashomon. I was <laughs> getting to that. It's a Rashomon show where everyone is telling their experience. And what makes gotta it, catch them all. Yes. Yeah, so what makes it fun and unique is that every episode, when they retell the story, is also told in it as a different genre. So the second episode is, you know, the the person that's telling the story tells it like he's an action hero. And then in the third episode, because there's only been three episodes, uh, the narrator is telling the story as if it, it's in a musical. Okay. So er- yeah. every, it's, everyone it, it's tells clever. it. Yeah. It's clever. It's interesting. It, it, it makes you want to see the different angles that everybody had of the story. Even in the first episode, there's two different genres. There's the avant-garde oh, yeah, that's genre like really and the, short, rom- yeah. the rom-com um, in there as well. Um, yeah, it's clever. I'm yeah. looking forward to it. I'm looking. It's got uh, Sam Richardson, who's in. I think you should leave a lot. So it's got that going for the you. Ghost of Christmas Future. You mean? Yes, you know it. There's some really bad stuff going on. The Bone Army. <laughs> Skeltrex. <laughs> so, it's totally worth your time, actually, Chief. I think you would really like it. It's clever. It's cute. Okay, it's, I'll... The first episode is probably a, like ten minutes too long. Cause, but the other episodes are shorter. I think it it works better as a slightly shorter show. Uh, and I'm excited to see. Because I haven't figured out who did it. I have my suspicions, but I don't know who did it yet. I think that's supposed to be how you do it. Mm-hmm. Well, no, it's that's I'm saying it's it's got me hooked in. Nice. Like like only murders in the building. It it almost has the same intro. Yeah. 
It's got a, it's got like an only murders vibe to it. What else? Oh, did you know that they relaunched behind the music? Who's that? That's they? also on Paramount. The Paramount people. No. <laughs> Remember that show behind the music? VH1. Twenty years ago. Yeah, sure. VH1. They ha- I watched the Huey Lewis episode with Huey Lewis now. He's in his early 70s. He's uh, completely deaf now. Yeah. Mm. He can't sing anymore because he's deaf. Right. And he can't go on tour anymore. Right. And they just re-interviewed him and showed him clips of when he was 20 years younger and yeah. he could hear. Yeah. And like, so what were you thinking here? What was that like? And he goes, yeah, those were better times. It was really depressing. Uh, yeah. How did he lose his hearing? He has a disease that caused his eardrums to literally just explode. It's a bad disease. It is a bad disease. He's like, yeah, I went on stage one night and it, and I just heard a loud pop and then I couldn't hear anything anymore. And I'm like, that is the most horrifying thing I've ever heard of my entire life. Yikes. We can't fix his ears? Like all this technology? I feel like we should be able to fix his ears. I don't know. And it's like, and it, I, I don't think, you know, things are to come up with a new drug. <laughs> Yikes. Oh, poor yeah. Huey. Yeah, poor Huey. It basically. Uh, yeah. Seems like a nice guy. Uh, you know, he, he had pen. He does mention that he had pension set up for the band. So if something like this ever happened to him, at least, you know, the band members still get paid. The news, you I'm mean? Like, the news. Yeah. For the news. Which I'm like, you know what? It's hard to be mad at the guy. You know, I'm not mad at Huey Lewis for Why going deaf. Mad at him? You're mad know. at him for going deaf. I am mad at him. Wow, you know, that's it's... weird. Weird, weird flex. That's <laughs> my flex. I get mad. I'm mad at deaf people yes, all the time. Right. He ruined it for you. You used to like his songs, and now there's no new songs. Now there's no new songs. So, uh, did anybody watch? Carl Kramer writes in and wants to know if we watched the new Halo trailer. Also on I Paramount see. Plus. I feel like this, this episode sponsored by Paramount Plus. It's not. Well, now that I have it, I'm going to watch stuff on it. You're going to watch the Halo uh, show? Uh, I'll probably check it out. I watched the trailer. It seems like it's going to be a show. It seems like they spent money on it. Like, it looked mm-hmm. pretty it good. It lo- the Visually, it looked pretty good. Yeah, I can't. But the story in Halo is always, like, such nonsense. Are they going to, like... Is it going to be more of that nonsense or like a new kind of? It it's I don't know. It seemed like it was. It, it seemed like it was taking from the books a uh, lot. Like it it seemed like it was going back to like making him a super soldier type of thing. Uh-huh. And the, he's under their Dr. control. Halsey. He's like RoboCop, like RoboCop basically, or um, uh, a, a voluntary RoboCop. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like um. Oh no, that was what was the one with the. Uh, um, Jean Claude Van Damme. Wasn't he like one of those? Time, time cop. No, time with a soldier. Universal maybe. soldier. That's soldier cop. Dolph Lundgren, maybe not him. Yes. Yeah. No. Or yeah. That's Dolph Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren. He had the the necklace with the ears on it. Yikes! You never saw the original Universal Soldier movie. Am I the only one who saw? No, that movie? I think I. No, I, mm. I saw it. I just. It's been. Yeah. 30 years. The only thing I remember about that movie is Dolph Lundgren wore a necklace with ears on it. And it was red. I believe the whole movie was red. Yeah. I'm not sure about that, but uh, okay. What else we got here? Oh, uh, Dave writes in and he says, needs to check in with Wombat about Saturday Night Live. We've had some pretty good episodes recently. Curious where he stands on the new cast members. I think the season's been mixed. I, I, I don't 
I think the Willem Dafoe's episode was last weekend. I didn't really love it. It was a little flat, I guess. Uh, I really liked the Please Don't Destroy video that they ran, that they had on it. Cheapy, you should look up Please Don't Destroy on YouTube. Okay. They're like a little comedy troupe that does, they're writers on the show right now. They're not cast members, but they let them do sketches like every two or three episodes. They're short. Hmm. And they're quick and they're funny and it's it's your type of humor. Uh, I also think it's James dumb. Austin Johnson, James Austin Johnson's impersonations are pretty stellar. He's one of the new new cast members. It's he's pretty impressive. What score do you give it out of ten this season so far? Uh probably seven. Mm, all right, some room for improvement. It's a twenty-one cast member cast right now, and it's like rotating because certain cast members are out off shooting things which is a new thing that Lauren Michaels is letting cast members do this season. So I feel like you're not getting that kind of repertoire, repertory feeling right. from the cast members that you might have had in the past, and I think the show is suffering for it. Although I will take this over the special guest star for no reason that they were doing the last couple of years. Like, I don't need to see Alec Baldwin every week. I'd much rather see a cast member try and do something new so it's it's a hit or miss thing oh yes and so i mentioned in the chat uh finestra mentioned that peyton manning was on weekend update and he was great and peyton manning was on weekend update and he was pretty great that was the highlight of the show oh wow peyton manning yeah he's pretty he's pretty funny all right all right new segment wombat i heard he got a hundred thousand dollars for that too (laughs) uh he he is in all the betting commercials You got a lot more than that, probably. <laughs> he is. He's in the Caesars one. He is. Mm-hmm. All right. New segment. Wombat's Virtue Signal, where we ask Wombat Skip. The, <laughs> the hot topics of the day, <laughs> but he has to answer them very quickly, and he doesn't get to hear them ahead of time. So, Wombat, should artists be pulling their music from Spotify over the yes. Joe Rogan thing? Yes. They all should be pulling it. Everyone. Everyone. So should we, as CADcast podcasters, should we be pulling our podcast from Spotify? Uh, do we make money from it? I mean, indirectly it counts as we don't get that many listens. I'd say we get like 800 listens per show on I Spotify. Mean, sure. Let's pull us from Spotify. Go for it. <laughs> I don't know that if I know how to do that. Yeah, I, don't, <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think we're going to make a difference. If there's a Just button- give out the, tweet out the same ultimatum that Neil Young did. Yeah, exactly. I'm <laughs> not worked. Neil Young. I have to do that first before pulling. Yeah, that's saying? how they. That's how they know how to cancel it. Okay, if you oh. if you tweet out that. Okay, I'll, I'll see if I remember to do that tomorrow. Okay, number I mean, two. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm not a big fan of the disinformation. I yes. don't mind them adding a disclaimer. Yes. Or a correction. Okay, so you think they've taken it, good good action on this uh, Spotify? I, I think they. I think that action can be taken without having to remove Joe Rogan or censor him. I'm not saying that's what needs to be done. I'm just saying that. There's responsibility when you're paying someone an exclusive contract, then he works for you as if he, as as would any show on any network be held up to some sort of responsibility by that network. Definitely. There's there. gotta be some standard. Yep. And okay, and the second topic We're on it, there. What's that? We're on there. I know, but what's uh, not for long though. <laughs> not for long. Well, unless they they, you know, they may uh they may it may be the CAD cast that gets Joe to change. No, but he already said they're they already said they're gonna do some shit. 
I don't care. If I'd like them to do something, and I should we know. wait and see before we pull our stuff off of Spotify? Sure, we'll, we'll wait. We'll, we'll wait and see if it gets <laughs> yeah, worse. Let's, let's not. Let's yeah. Let's not, not be this, hasty. Like, uh, yeah. This is a democracy. It's not just pump, my decision. The, yeah, pump the brakes here a little bit. Let's okay. see how this plays out. I like. I like that Spotify. Like I'm in my car, and when I turn on Spotify, they make recommendations for podcasts, and I get recommended Joe Rogan and some podcast for gay. Older Gay Athletic Men podcast. I don't know what it's, it's called. Like, I forgot what it's called, but it's just, it's right there. It was this one and two are the recommendations. Uh, topic number two for your virtual how, how signal. How to talk to other men in Orange Theory. No. The podcast. <laughs> was it like Fit Daddies or something yes, like that? Yes. Yeah, yeah, that was it, I think. Something like that. Is that everything yeah. that you know? I, I, you know it's, that it, sounds like a, it sounds like that's what it would be called. I could probably go on there. Oh, it's all wet here. Mm-hmm. I think I spilled something. Uh, anyway, topic number two, Wombat. Did Whoopi Goldberg deserve her suspension from The View for saying that the Holocaust was not uh, a race thing? Probably not. I think that she was misinformed. I think that she learned a lot in the last couple of days. I don't think Whoopi Goldberg is anti-Semitic. She did apologize. She did apologize. I think she learned something that she probably just never uh, she never probably had to think about before and as someone who's put their foot in their mouth before in their lifetime i i can i can appreciate someone learning and growing and i feel this way pretty much about anyone who says something stupid in a public forum if you're willing to learn and grow and accept responsibility for the dumbass thing you said then we as a people should be able to accept growth in human beings and also like i'm sure they say a lot of wrong shit on that show it just happens to be this is a topic where if you aren't going to be right about it just don't say anything you know you don't need to anyway yeah i, I agree with you 100 percent wombat like mm-hmm. whatever she, she misspoke she's you know she was speaking off i don't the think cuff. she misspoke i just think she just didn't know any better that could be again. too but i mean she misspoke in in the word terms of saying something that's mm-hmm. not correct and she, i'm sure she wasn't reading off a teleprompter she's just no. you know she's doing a show she's talking off the hip and you say some stupid shit sometimes trust me been there done that all right let's move on good job <laughs> for in wombat the first uh episode uh, first segment of wombat's virtue signal uh let's move on to new releases i've been playing one yes uh, i got i got sent a code for dying light to stay human i've heard so of that I've been, game i i've been playing that uh on the on the series x mm, how's that look on that? the series x uh the environments look very nice like uh this is the first game i would say in a while that i i've played of like a mature type of game mm-hmm. and like right off the bat like this thing goes for i don't know some some shock value right like uh it opens up i'm only like i'm like three hours into this game this point right i heard you have to play like 12 hours before it opens up it it seems like just playing three hours i feel like i've done basically nothing yeah like right um it seems to be the knock that i've read on many reviews it's big right like heard early on you uh you start off and you eventually get to like this uh this this house and it's a zombie game right like it's a apocalyptic zombie game um, uh, it plays a lot like the first game so far, right? There's a lot of climbing. There's a lot of swinging and hitting zombies in the head with a bat repeatedly. 
you've got the destructible weapons, um, the the stamina bar, all the stuff that that have been in this and uh, Dead Island um, from from the get go. Um, so you start off and you go to this house, and the house is just like it, it's it was an end of the world party. So it was a it was a party where everybody knew they were gonna die. And it's just all these like skeletons around, like, um, in this like really nice. It kind of looks like your house, GP. Ooh, it, it's it it's like a mid-century modern. Are they all, are all the skeletons of, in compromising positions? Some of them are. So there's a couple of them that are. Other other ones are just like there's somebody just like hanging out in an air tube in the pool, or like people like hugging. Like it's grim. It's pretty uh like, I don't know, traumatic, the the whole thing like. Um, so it's like setting the stage early for like, oh, this is, this is going to be a little depressing, I guess. Um, (laughs) so the, the gameplay, like I said, so far it's, you're doing the same type of like, uh, parkour type of stuff. It is, the first game was mainly a city, right? Like the city environments. This, this is the ocean. You're uh, You're in the middle of the ocean. Under the ocean. It looks like a. I can't remember where where is it at. It looks like a Pacific Northwest type of environment so far. Trees, um, redwoods, tre- trees, mountainous areas, like not not all like city based. Skeletons that are boning, <laughs> bones and bones. Yeah. Um, so you're doing the same type of stuff that you were in the first game. I'm liking it. I like the first game a lot. I really like the Dead Island games because they had that jank to them. The Dying Light games don't have as much jank. Um, and I don't know. For some reason, I like the jank version of the game more than you're missing the jank. I I miss this one has a lot of polish to it, right? Um, but I don't know. It's it's good. I I like it a lot. Um, well, I remember when the first one came out. Didn't it? It took them a while. They added a lot to it. They added a lot to the first game, and they supported it for a long time. And like this one has a ton of content, right? Like they came out. And for better or worse, so there's like there's like 500 hours of content in this game, and it's like, oh, do, there's only a select few that need 500 hours of content right out the gate. And I feel like the developers are the type that if they get the, enough feedback from people saying, okay, this game takes too long to get going, that they would add, they could even conceivably add an option to, you know, speed that up a little bit somehow. Yeah, and I, I'm playing on the normal difficulty. I don't know if I can change down the easy. I might change down the easy at some point in this game because I, I don't know. It's fun to like fight the zombies, but it takes too long to fight the zombies because it wants you to like try to avoid the zombies at the same time. Yep. Um. So I don't know. The it's it's good. It's a solid game. I think it's only going to get better over time. Awesome. Um, it just seems it, it needs to get rolling a little bit quicker. Yeah, I, I I'm interested in that. I have that on PC, you know, the first one, and pretty cool. This is I think this is my last uh, GCU pre-order. <laughs> End uh, of an era. It it was uh, I guess I had a code, but I I'd ordered this game like so long ago. Like I can't even find it. Like Best Buy sent me like a like an email saying my pre-order was getting ready to ship or whatever, and I'm like, oh, do I like go on there and cancel it because they sent me the game? And like, I can't even find my order on the Best Buy website because it's just like so, so long ago. Like right. It's not showing up anywhere. Um, it's funny. Yeah. 
So Dying Light 2, Stay Human, it seems like a pretty solid game. Cool. Uh, what else we got in new releases? I played a little of that Tycho Drum Master game. Oh, interesting. On how the Xbox. How do you like it? It's cute enough. You need the drums, like without the drums. Yeah, it's not the same with the controller, but it's on Game Pass, so I figured I'd check it out. Do they sell drums for this? I don't think so, at least not on the Xbox. Not that I, not that I know of on Xbox. They have them for, I have the drums for the Switch version. And they don't work with the, <laughs> the Xbox. They don't work with the I, I Xbox. So. No. Uh, uh, too bad. They need to get the drums out. I mean, but it's on Game Pass, so yeah, I'll check it out. That's why I checked it out. I'm like, oh, it's on Game Pass. So, I, I played the, uh, the Apple Arcade version. Um, and that plays okay because you're tapping. Yeah, that's tapping, it's still not the though, same, but it's, it's still not the same. Yeah, you know what else came out that's not on here? I didn't play it, but I didn't know if you had GP. The Far Cry Six Rambo expansion. <laughs> I didn't even know that was a thing. This is they the first time they have a Rambo expansion on <laughs> Far Cry. Uh, it's free. And you get the Rambo exploding bow and arrow set when you play it. And what do you and do? Like is it Rambo Rambo, Rambo story or anything? Or I don't think so. I think it's like Rambo. It's like you're playing in a Rambo inspired thing. But are, he's, are, isn't he's, this isn't this a first person game? It is a first person game. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But it's Rambo. Yeah, but I mean, I I could be anybody here. Person. No, you're going to be you're the normal character you are in the game. I think, right? Yeah, but you're like oh. going on a you're going on a mission that like Rambo Rambo's is with you. Rambo's I think with he's you. sending you on a mission. I don't even think he's with you. He's texting you oh, at some point okay. during the mission. Yeah, he's like, hey, oh, well, you gotta go in to do the thing. Right, right. Don't kill. Don't forget to kill him. Go use the same little door. Boom. What else? Uh, that's no. all I got. Okay. There's the new Pokemon game. No one playing that? No. I, I have not yet. Ty heard that good might, things. Ty told me he heard might, good uh, things. Good. That that probably will find its way into my house at some point. Yeah. Ty said his friends tell him it's good. Uh, What good. else? Anything? No. All right. I think that's pretty much it for new releases. All right, let's move this. Hold on. Let's move this for later. Where are we? Let's move on to GPD's Wombat's Fortnightly News. What do you got, Woo. Wombat? So there's a fun new glitch in Fortnite that I think they already fixed, but I put the funny video clip on my Twitter if you want to see it, where if you take a tire and throw it at the giant statue of Dwayne Johnson that's in the middle of the Fortnite map, and when I say giant, I mean you could see it from anywhere on the Fortnite map. If you hit him with a tire, the whole statue falls down. It's a glitch kinda, or that's it's a glitch. It's not supposed to happen. And the statue just kind of topples over and the physics are kind of wonky because it's not supposed to happen. And and it's really funny. That's that's really all I got is that that's that's my big Fortnite update of the week. Nice. Uh, yeah. It made me laugh. I posted a video because I, I saw had it. To try it myself. I watched yeah. it. I lived See, it. did it make you laugh? Luckily, eh, I look at the rock like... fall down. I was like, what kind of battle royale is this where you can take the time to throw something at a statue and watch it fall down? Like, aren't you just trying to avoid the, being shot? The best kind. <laughs> okay, fair enough. The best kind. The kind where I can collect feathers for new hats for a character. I'm not even making <clears throat> that up. I'm going around the map collecting feathers to unlock new hats. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Congrats. Yep. Mm-hmm. Enjoy that. Yeah. What else? Uh, Suicide Squad is being delayed to 2023. Surprise. Yeah, Not I know. Surprise. I was looking forward to that. It's what's crazy. Rocksteady hasn't released the game in close. It'll be, I think, eight years since uh, the last Arkham game. Mm. So. I'm not saying that that's bad because I actually like that they're able to take their time and make something that hopefully is polished and great. Is that just to give them more time to get bought by somebody? Maybe. Maybe they're waiting. Crazier things have happened. I mean, well, they're not making any money (laughs) building a game, right? I mean, I think people are still still buying the Batman games, but not uh, enough. I don't think. I don't think it's enough. Yeah, no, it's kind of crazy because they don't have like uh, I don't know what their revenue stream is. Need some more. Yeah. Maybe they're maybe they are in that process. Maybe that's why they say twenty twenty three. I think we'll finally find out if it is more sooner than later. I bet they're in that process. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Sony. And after this week, I was I was gonna go the other way, but sure. Uh, Sony's like yeah. Sony I'm, I'm sure Sony, Sony's it's more wonder, Sony's budget slash like kind of their their strategy it looks like of going over after specific games and rather than uh entire studio type that the only reason large ips i'm just wondering how they feel with how uh, warner brothers would feel about being with a company that already has an exclusive right video game wise competitor thing spider-man something something Batman and Spider-Man being exclusive characters on a console could be weird. They probably don't care as long as they get money. They That's probably can true. get over it any pretty quickly. That's true. I don't know. I'm I I'm not saying that it couldn't happen or that I'd be surprised if it happened. Well, they they might be getting I don't know. I I they might not be Sony or Microsoft. It might be Tencent or yeah, somebody That's else that's going after them. I don't know. It, sure. it just seems like somebody would be going after them. Net ease. And they, they probably need some, some funding at this point. Net ease was another Chinese gaming company and they owned uh, part of Bungie. <clears throat> they invested in Bungie. Uh, some other news. Wordle was sold to the New York Times. Yep, it sure was for something in the low seven figures. So, you know, a couple million bucks for a game you made for your girlfriend isn't bad. And you I can, heard that was because New York Times wanted to put it in all the other newspapers. Right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I heard that the New York Times was thinking of getting out of, you know, the actual hard newspaper business. And they were going to focus solely on, you know, software, game software. They want subscriptions. They want, they want their crossword puzzles and wordles on every. Okay, this is already. I think to be honest, like it. I wouldn't be surprised if they actually were getting out of the printing business. Like that can't no, be. Yeah. That doesn't might make a lot of sense these days. Eh, you'd be surprised. I would be. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> you would be. <laughs> uh what else? Oh, another gaming company gate just gave up on NFTs like a day after announcing them. This time it was uh, Team Seventeen. Team Seventeen. And they were going to do some worms shit, and <laughs> people were just would like, you- nope. How do they not know? Is nobody paying attention? Like, I mean, I mean, if you're the worms people, it makes it makes sense on the on 
a very paper. basic level, right? Animal. Because all of your characters look exactly the same. Yes. And you can just give them new sunglasses. That's what NFTs mostly are. Top hats. Mm-hmm. Right. Like it makes a lot of sense. And like, here's right, here's my stupid worm with with a monocle on this one it's an animal that they can randomly generate clothing and features on and that's right. what most nfts so I, are i'm sure that's what they were thinking <laughs> right these look seem yeah. to be popular yeah the gamers do not like it they do not want to hear anything about nfts in games there are games that are nft games all right and there are ga- or NFT games well, I, I that are, already, that are in development. Yep. Can we please move on? Just move next topic. No more. NFTs. Nope. Nope. Oh. Nope. Well, next if you one. put some more topics on here, we could move on to some <laughs> nope, topics. Move on. <laughs> I understand there aren't many, but I don't care. I'm like, Sony bought Bungie. That's one. Yeah. Sony bought Bungie. Let's talk about how Sony is getting out of the console business and is focused on developing games now for consoles all the consoles right that's what they're doing sony they they're buying they they have insomniac and uh, bungie and they're gonna make games and they're gonna put them on the streaming service for all the other consoles bungie that- has said on their website that they are making all everything multi-platform <laughs> By the way, i sound like an idiot when i say that right yeah you did you didn't right? really you like didn't you, really you, uh yeah saw yeah. that one uh-huh you sound like it's just a, just a reminder. If I sound like an idiot when I say that, mm-hmm. <laughs> so but this one, this one's the messaging around this one's really weird, it's right? The, like, so Sony bought them for three point six billion. Mm-hmm. It's a good amount of money, but Bungie's still being independent, mm-hmm. as independent as you can when someone buys you for three point six correct billion dollars. Exactly, as independent as you are. Uh, in that situation, and they're they're still saying that they're putting their games out on on all the platforms. Did they say all the platforms yep. or just multi platforms? Well, the way they structured it, it seemed like it was. I play cool. Destiny on Steam, Xbox, or Stadia. Will my platform still be supported? Yes. You play Destiny, yes. Your Bungie has future version? games. Bungie has future games in development. Will they now become PlayStation exclusives? No. We want the worlds we are creating to extend to anywhere people play games. We will continue to be self-published, creatively independent, and we will continue to drive one unified Bungie community. Again, it means they're not saying that they're, they're really dancing around it. So the current Destiny you have that you could play on your Xbox, you could still play on your Xbox. But future games will not only be playable on PlayStations. That does not mean that you can play it on an Xbox. It yeah, that that could be what it is, but it they're still like, I don't know. It's it's not as transparent as some of the other ones. Like like, like it's multi platform could mean PlayStation and PC. It definitely what, means that. Yeah, definitely means that. That's what I think. That's what I think they're saying. I would be surprised, as we say with all these, that anyone is spending three point five billion dollars to ha- to ha- to have to just l- let it hang out on their main competitors. It console. is this. It, it's weird, but this one has a chance because it's only one game. It is only one game, right? It's it's a much different. I don't think. I mean, scenario, I'm sure they. I know they want Bungie to make other games for Sony. There's only that so much is, Bungie. I was gonna say. Well, now they have a little bit more Bungie. I don't know. <laughs> Some spongy Bungie going on. 
Uh, I mean, it's pretty straightforward. I play Destiny on Steam, Xbox, or Stadia. Will my platform still be supported? Yes. Yeah, no, it's... The, the the question is, I play this existing game on these things. Will I be able to continue playing this existing game on those things? The, the question isn't, I want to play Destiny 3 on my Xbox. Can I play Destiny 3 on my Xbox? So you're thinking, is that you a think, question? You think they're if just talking that's about a Destiny? a fucking question with a fucking yes or no answer, then I will stop saying something. I mean, they're talking, so you think they're talking about the original Destiny? De- Destiny, Destiny one. Destiny two. They didn't say talking... Destiny two. They say I play Destiny. Yeah. Then then yeah. So just only Destiny one. Just existing Destiny. No, because they would say Destiny two. But they say Destiny. That means okay. Destiny then one they're, and yes, they're future being, Destiny. They're being me. intentionally cryptic. Why? Because because it's part of an acquisition. We've, we had this conversation We had the before. same exact conversation before. Um, they can't say anything because of how it affects everything else because this deal isn't done yet. Sure. So they can't say one way or another yet at this time. They can only say the way things are right now. And the question right. is, can I play Destiny on my Destiny on everything? The answer is yes, you can play your Destiny on everything. Because that's the way it is today. You think Destiny the, the is wording gonna... about them being independent, though, and their publishing and everything is really strange. For for like that's that's weirder than all this this nonsense about exclusives and everything. Like, what? Why? Why would yeah. you pay three point six billion for for that? Doesn't make any sense. Yep. Yeah, it, it's yeah. I mean, just. It, I mean, just reading this now, it's not that obtuse, really. It's Bungie maintains full creative control and publishing independence of the Destiny universe. Publishing independence of the Destiny oh, just universe. Destiny. Just Destiny. Just of Destiny. Sure, okay. sure. Just sure. of Destiny. That makes more sense. Okay. That makes more sense to me. I, I missed the just, just of Destiny. That's portion. in the infographic so, that they put out. Gotcha. So then Sony gets... But what else can they do? They're going to make Destiny? Whatever. They make spin-off. Make three, they're going to make something else that's exactly the same as Halo and Destiny, but another <laughs> yes. another universe that's not called Halo or Destiny. Right, and they can use... It's called Resistance. Remember Resistance? Well, now they got money to make more than one game at a time. What was that game that they had where it was like a billion people fighting each other all at once? What was that game? Remember that game? What the hell was that game called? It was a PlayStation online oh, game. The it was like fifty on fifty. That was Mag Massive Mag. Action Game. Massive oh, Action I used to play Game. That. Yeah, they should remake that. Why was... did that? Why is that not a thing? Anymore? It did. It's called Battlefield. I'm saying, but it's not a PlayStation Sony right. made game. Well, Mag is not going to bu- sell any boxes, but no, but it's something that you could put as free uh, play for a uh, free to play game that would. Probably do well in the Sony ecosystem, especially if you slap the Bungie name on it. And you could sell people some skins that look like your favorite Destiny characters. And uh, congratulations. You have a little money printing machine. Probably want to do something else, I'm thinking. (laughs) I think you want to make a Space Marine game. (laughs) Yeah, why not? That's, That's been what Bungie has made over the last... You mean a Space Marine action game? 20 years. Yeah. I know they 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 had their uh, they they had their their strategy games back in the Apple days. 
Well, what about kill zone is brought up in the chat too. They could make a kill zone, Bungie's kill zone. Why? I mean, kill. I like. I liked kill zone a lot. It's a name. It's an IP. Yeah. They probably don't want to do that though. I don't know. They're I'm gonna just... want to look. They're self-published and creatively independent. They don't want to be making mag or fucking. And when it comes Killzone. to destiny, they are. Only when it comes when to it destiny, comes to they're destiny. they're self-published and creatively independent. When it comes to not destiny, when it becomes with other ones, they're not. They're not independently creative. Oh uh, no! It says we will continue. It says. <laughs> Bungie has future games in development. Will they now become PlayStation exclusives? We will continue to be self-published, creatively independent, and we will continue to drive one unified Bungie community. That's that's like a non-answer. <laughs> it doesn't even make sense then. That's like, are we going to McDonald's for dinner tonight? We're going to have dinner tonight. It's going to be food, and everyone is going to get to eat. Let's I wait, don't know. Let's wait... Let's wait a few months to see what happens with this. Sure. Yeah. But I'd say like the way they've worded it on the website, it, it, they do make it sound like more so than the other acquisitions. Yeah, that but we've also read their stories before. They don't make sense. <laughs> you think they have the writers, the story writers are writing the press yeah, releases and the marketing press releases. materials? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. It makes just as much sense as what these sentences are saying. Right. There's a lot of talk about sacred orbs and stuff in, in these press releases. So uh, yeah, you are right. I see. All right. Let's see. Where are we here on this outline? Oh, let's go to Chibi Stupid PC 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 Corner. I've been playing games. Remember when you said I don't play games? I bought a game and I played it just to shut you guys up. I bought uh, Inscription, which is a game that Wombat you are going to really enjoy when it comes to Xbox or whatever, because it is Slay the Spire. But oh, I like that game. With a very cool, like, I guess like 16, 32-bit graphics. Uh, the whole concept is you're like trapped in a room with like death and you have to play cards against him. Uh, to get out of there. And there's like a little bit, like you can get up from the table and walk around. There's shit going on. It's a very cool vibe. And the gameplay is, is you know, it's card shit, just like Slay the Spire. You know what you're getting into, except it doesn't, rep there's no representation of the fight going on. It's just you're head to head with this guy at a table and uh, card battling him. So that's called Inscription. It's been a lot of, it was a lot of a uh, game writer's favorite game uh, on fa favorite game list uh, for last year. So, uh, yeah, that, I'm sure that it's very console friendly. So it's just a matter of time. Maybe even Game Pass if I'm lucky. Yeah, yeah. It's really cool. It's, you, you're gonna... I like those kind of games. I will definitely play it. Yeah, yeah. It's really well done. Uh, like the Spire. That's a good one. Yeah. Game. This one even has like sort of like a better vibe because there's like sort of like a story going on around it that you're in and. You're trying to figure out, like, why are you in this room with this guy playing cards? Sounds good. Cagbag time. Shanafan writes in and wants, he says, since Cincinnati schools are already closing the day after the Super Bowl, has Shipwreck already re requested the day off work? Not yet, but I, I may. I mean, it, my kids don't go to Cincinnati um, public schools. Yeah. Right. Like, we're not in that, um, in that public school district. Mm. But our schools might also. We we often follow suit with that. So I don't know. I'll uh, I'll see how it goes. I truthfully, I have so many vacation days built up from uh, the last year of not taking any. <laughs> yeah. That is that it. Might use it or lose it. Idea. 
Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, you should. Fuck it. Is it. The games are late, right? Like they start at eight o'clock or something, right? No, it's it starts a little bit earlier than I think. Mm. I don't know. I thought it was seven, but what do I know? Wings. I've That's been wrong before. Uh, Awesomeator writes in and asks, GP, will you give Overwatch 2 beta a shot? Yeah, there's been some like leakage that there's a beta coming soon. Of course, I like Overwatch. It's great. I can't believe they haven't made a new one yet still. Uh, at JBrad, right, uh, 001 says, I know Shipwreck doesn't have one, but have you guys been using your Oculus Quest lately? <clears throat> I bought one several months ago and you were talking about it every week, but it's honestly just been sitting collecting dust for several months now. Ha ha. I have not used mine in a while. Uh, my wife used it this morning. Oh. She did some Supernatural. Nice. Uh, yeah. I haven't used it in a little while. I think uh, the last thing I played on it was um, uh, Fruit Ninja, which is actually a lot of fun in VR. And sure. my son was playing because one of his friends, one of his best friends got got one for Christmas. So there's this dumb ape game. Yep. I don't know if you're familiar with the yep. dumb ape game. I am. It's really it's really dumb and you're a gorilla and you're climbing things. It's I free, know. I think, right? Yeah, and it's free. And he plays that with his friend every yep. now and again. Yep. So. There's another one with like squirrels and trees or some shit. Oh, I honestly, yeah, I'm like, <clears throat> no, thank you. Fruit Ninja is pretty much my realm of uh expertise. I'm waiting for the avatar update for eleven table tennis. So you can play as your, your, you know, your Oculus avatar and you have yeah, sure. arms and shit. You know, the guy, you know, the guy you designed. I mean, you're, excuse me, your meta quest. It's not Oculus quest. It's meta quest now. So dumb. dumb. <laughs> everything's dumb. Yes. Shipwreck, why is everything dumb? Uh, you guys are the ones that bought that thing. I don't know. I mean, everything. Is I wouldn't dumb. have bought not it if it was called meta quest. I wouldn't pay for it. Uh, let's see. Jay Lebowski writes in and says, Cheapy, you mentioned a few episodes that you like the Satva brand mattress. W what type did you get? The Innerspring or memory foam? What do you like about it? We got the Innerspring one and we got it because, uh, I don't know. We felt like we needed like a softer bed that had more bounce to it for the sexual actions. And that's what I like about it. It's got more momentum. I don't have to work as hard. You know what I'm saying? You want to throw up now? You want to gouge out your ears and eyes and everything? Sorry, you can, you'll never little, forget little this. All that, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's good. It was good, and also what we liked about it was that they will deliver it to your bedroom for free, and take your old mattress with them, which was a big, a very big plus. So I mean, I got my mattress. They delivered it. No, and... no, but not to your bedroom. No, I, but it was in a box, so it was pretty easy to get into the bedroom. Right, but like I say, they took my giant California King mattress out and replaced it with another California King mattress for free. So that's a pretty, it's the only company that does that, I think, for free. Yeah, we put our mattress on the curb and they took it away. Right. I don't think you could, I don't think you could move my mattress, though. I mean. You have like a, what do you sleep on, like a twin? Yeah, queen? I sleep on a twin. Queen? My wife and I share a twin. <laughs> no, but you, you know, it's a I, queen, though. It is a queen, though, right? It is a queen, yes. Right. That's like a tiny mattress. I don't I don't think it's that tiny. It's pretty it's like, tiny. Okay. Whatever makes you happy. Thank you. Thank you. Uh -huh. he got, I'm answering yeah. the guy's o question. Only, what do you like about only it? Only in uh, Cheapy's world, the six inches add about 15 pounds. <laughs> six in what? That's, I think, the size difference between a queen and a king. It's like six inches. 
It's a California king, my dude. I said it like 5,000 times. It's heavy and big. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's, that's it. There's nothing mm-hmm. left to say. There's nothing left on the outline. Nope. I'm scrolling. There's nothing there. So it's time to go. All right. All that's right. How, that's how it works. We didn't, we, didn't, we didn't talk about Gran Turismo at all. How's that ha- holding up for you? God, I cannot. Did you get all the, did you get all the cars yet? No, that's, Gran that's Turismo. Horizon. Oh. There was a Sony state of play today where they showed, <laughs> oh, they showed like, off Gran Turismo, which is coming out in March, I believe. Every, every game is the same to me now, so I didn't even notice. No, I've, I've, been te- I've been playing a ton of, of Forza still. Yeah. Do you have all the cars yet? No, I'm, I'm close to 500. It's a slow grind when you get up, up there. There's like 562 cars, I, I think, right now. I do not know. I know that I have like 200 cars, and I'm overwhelmed by the amount of cars I have. So, Yeah, I, I've got close to 500 unique. Like how My garage many, has like, I don't know, six, 700 cars. How do you know. even know what car to use when you have that many cars? Um, well, I mean, I don't know. I just... Pick one and you, it tells you, like if you're doing the weekly stuff, it tells you what kind of cars to use. You pick the one with the anime girls on it, obviously. Mm-hmm. Clearly. I, I mean, the Gran Turismo stuff, I watched a little bit of it. Yeah. It's, I don't know. It's so boring. Like, I'm pretty, it, yeah. I didn't I'm watch it. Pretty ingrained it, in, into, the, into the Forza. The not boring Forza gameplay loop, you mean? Like has you yeah. doing like a million different things as opposed to the Gran Turismo gameplay All, loop, which is like also torturing you. Also, like you have to go buy that game, right? Yeah, it costs money. Costs, yeah. It costs it costs money that you didn't already spend. <laughs> yeah, like it, it'll sell a lot because it's it's Gran Turismo and it also always does well on on PlayStation. But right, yeah, the gameplay loop looks pretty. Pretty stale. I didn't watch it, so I'm just shitting on it without even seeing anything. But I'm just assuming that they just made it the same as the other. I ones. mean, it looks great. It looks like photorealistic. Yeah, but well, you know what all they the need to do, do is do, just leave right? the console business and start porting these Gran Turismo games. <laughs> that joke never gets old. <laughs> Good. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, that's it. All right. Anything you want to plug, Wombat? Uh, don't forget to use Fortnite creator code Wombat5277 for all your epic game store needs, including Fortnite and whatever else you get on that platform. That's where I bought the Insurrection. I forgot I'm to sure use it. I'm sure you didn't use my code. I didn't think about it. You're I actually, because there was a $10 coupon for it. Jerk. I, I forgot. I could have gotten like a whole 5% or something like that. Yeah. I got my own creator code. I would have gotten like a dollar. It would have been awesome. Right. All right, let's <laughs> let's say goodbye to everybody. All right, good night, everybody. Bread's done. Here we go. This could be a setting step. A month ago, in South End, comprehensible. From 31 yards, hit person. And we are fucking doing. <laughs> yeah.
Let's see myself, so...